Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I'm your host, Wesley, and of course, I am joined by my, well, I would say today, annoyed (laughs) co-host... Mary, sorry, I'm so annoyed I forgot my name. Mary, man, we were watching this premiere of Survivor 45, and Mary, by the end, was annoyed. So, Mary, I, I mean, we're going to go chronologically through this thing, but just, like, briefly, why are you annoyed? I just, I don't understand why you would cast someone, first of all, who's not going to quit smoking before the show starts. I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm just very peeved. At this moment, <laughs> at the casting choices. There's been a few times where people have come in and they didn't quit smoking before. Shane is the most. Yes, I remember Shane. He's the most perfect example of it because yes. of what he provided on the show. But yeah, I, I agree. So we'll get into that. We'll, we'll get into it. We're going to go chronologically through the whole episode. But I just want everybody to know I'm the positive force. I feel like usually I'm the yeah, I'm you, the Emily. I'm the negative Nancy. Yeah. Usually, I Usually. guess. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, you're not as bad as Emily. But yeah, anyways. Thankfully. Yes. Tonight, I'm just slightly miffed. <laughs> Mary, slightly miffed. All right. So I got to say, from the very beginning of this episode, Mary, I love the opening music. I yes. They put the three-minute preview up on YouTube a few days ago, and I think I've watched it five, six times just for that music. Mm-hmm. The moment from the very beginning of the bird in the sky to the time when I, I think it was Austin who hit the thing with his club, yes. which by the way, we didn't see that challenge yet. So I guess it's kind of a spoiler. He made it to next episode. Well, sure. Or if that's the next episode uh, for the, we're already on, we're already here figuring out who's going, who's making winners. Uh, yeah. So anyways, from the moment he hits that thing, it's like the drums. Oh, I love the music. Mm-hmm. Great, great opening. It was a good opening. Great opening from an editing and music standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I like the way the camera came in on drew and he started like, Fantastic. Like, honestly, I, I really like it. Not yeah. so about the casting itself. Just no. The, yeah. yeah. Just high energy. Good imagery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. High energy. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm also going to mention throughout the podcast, uh, there will be we'll have different sections. I think we're even adding a few sections this this year. We'll have chapter markers here on YouTube for you. But right out the gate, Mary, with these this first set of people talking on the boat, did anyone stand out to you? Are we talking about just the. When they're on the little like pedal, whatever they're called, the little puddle boats right. on with okay. motors. Yeah, as yeah. they're coming in. Um, I I mean, I watched it twice because I watched a three minute preview. And then, of course, I watched it. Tonight. I forced her to watch three minute preview for the <laughs> no, music. You didn't. It was good. I mean, Drew kind of stands out just because he seems like he might be a character for this show. Uh, he's definitely a character. Uh, Emily obviously stood out, but mm-hmm. that might just be because I watched this whole episode and she was a main character tonight also. Mm-hmm. Um. I honestly don't remember who else talked. Oh, Sifu. Obviously. Sifu, Sifu is a nut in is, a good way. He's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. I think those are the three that stood out the most to me in the opening sequence. The only one that so I so, so people have commented after the 44 Survivor 44 podcast. Hey, can we tone down the Matt chat stuff? Mm-hmm. I promise to tone it down. It will get brought up. It's just inevitable, but I will tone it down. Uh, but I do want to mention that the only person I heard with a what I would call winner quote was Emily. And it was here on this little puddle boat when she says she's not the first to go. You know, she's, she's not the winner. She might as well be the first to go. Cause what's the point of playing? Right. I mean, well, she wasn't the first to go. That was a confessional spot. It wasn't on yeah. the boat, but anyways, no, 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 I'm yes. saying, no, I'm it saying was it's in a the intro. Quote. Yeah. And, and we'll get to, we'll get to the boat. I'm just saying that will track with me. No, It'll all connect. Yeah. All right. So, um, we are, we do get to go on the boat. 
for the first time since Survivor 41. We haven't been on the boat. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad they started on the boat this time. I kind of wish. I don't know why we haven't had it. They had the we haven't had the pirate ship boat uh, looking uh, the pirate ship. I don't know if that's the right word since season 38 edge of extinction yeah like a an authentically old ship this was just like a big barge they used it a bunch of times in fiji too like 34 35 off top of my head they used this boat tonight for 37 and then they used the pirate ship the last time was thir- season 38 edge of extinction so um i don't know if they'll ever bring that back maybe the boat's not available or something in fiji i don't know but uh yeah i know people are wondering when is the opening title it was promised jeff probes himself has said in an interview with EW, it's coming back. Episode two. And he says, Mary, every single tile sequence will have one. I think he said one thing that's different that could hint towards things in the show. Oh. I don't know what kind of hints. Do you have any hmm. suspicions based on that alone? I have no idea. No idea either. Yeah. I, I'm guessing it's going to be hints based on maybe like beware advantages and stuff. I don't think it'll be anything related to the winner yeah or like who's gonna go home that episode maybe mm-hmm. it is yeah and it's like something that maybe doesn't make sense until the episode's done you're like oh that was pointing towards this person going home that'd be kind of cool i don't know i don't know we'll or see my very first thought was the game within the game but like that's not even a i miss thing the game all. i do too i wish they yeah like that was one thing from 41 i'm like i wish they had just continued this like it was very mm-hmm. small it was easy to include mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i kind of miss that i wish they had brought it back so all right um for those wondering th- Beyond tonight, every episode is going to be this length. So it's 65 minutes without commercials, 90 minutes with it. Uh, and they do, they did know about this ahead of time. It wasn't told to them last minute. It wasn't told them after they filmed. They were told, according to Jeff Probst, in October of 2022. Mm-hmm. So they knew the strikes were going to happen, that there's no deal was going to be made before then. They're like, hey, Survivor, 45, you get 90 minutes. So plan for it. However, 46, they did not promise that. Right. Because they, I think they figured the strikes would be done by then. And to be fair, the writer strike just ended. At, we're recording this Wednesday night. Just ended on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But the actor strike's still going, and I believe there's other strikes as well. Right. So, so it's still a possibility. It's a possibility. Jeff said literally, it's up to CBS, and he says if they want 90 minutes or 46, they're ready for it. Mm-hmm. But the only season they were guaranteed 90 minutes was this season. Yeah. So we're gonna get it every week. I'm guessing the finale will be longer. I hope. Well, yeah, well, I would hope because the premiere was shorter by 30 minutes than the previous seasons, but they're getting more up more time on the all the other episodes. Right. So, but you usually need more time on the finale. So I'm saying is that I think we're going to get camp life, but I think we're going to have a lot more. I don't know. Force moments is the right way to put it. We're going to have a lot more survivor plan for 90 minutes means they put more stuff in the game. Mm hmm. Good or bad. We'll find out. Such as the beware advantage is back. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Hey, beware, hey, we hadn't seen those, I think, since 43. Mm-hmm. They weren't in 44. Right. So we'll we'll get to that. I do want to mention for those who have commented previous seasons saying, hey, why aren't you guys on Spotify? Uh, you know, Google Podcasts, stuff like that. Well, we're now doing that. Uh, the issue I've always brought up, and I'm going to keep this brief, is that, frankly, YouTube pays like 10 times better than any podcast platform. It's not even close. So how we're going to do this is the podcast will be the weekly breakdown that we're doing right now. will be on YouTube every Thursday, every Thursday morning as it normally is it's on Patreon. You can download it on Patreon on Wednesday night. But if you wait for it to be on YouTube, it's on YouTube Thursday morning and we will post it on the podcast platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Podbean, Boomplay, Listen Notes, uh, Amazon Alexa, Samsung Podcast, Player FM, iHeart and Podchaser. Uh, we're working on Apple. It's kind of being a pain in the butt. But we're working on them. And those will all be on there Monday. 
Monday morning is the idea. So they'll be on YouTube here first. Uh, you can listen to them on those platforms on Mondays. Same with winter analysis. Winter analysis I'm going to do with Rebecca tomorrow. That will be on YouTube Friday morning, and it'll be on the, all those podcast platforms Monday evening or Monday afternoon, I think. So if you could follow us on those, rate us five stars. Uh, if you like us, if you don't like us, just completely avoid going to those platforms. <laughs> don't even think about it. Don't, don't even, even worry about it. Yeah, yeah don't even worry about it. Like, uh, well, look, why are you listening? If look, you don't like? shiny <laughs> thing. All right. So anyways, uh, we do thank you for supporting us. This is like, gosh, we've been doing this in season 39, but we're now doing podcast platforms. Oh. We're getting we're getting real serious now. <laughs> the real deal. Well, it's the real deal, as they say. All right. So this this next thing I'm, I'm going to tell you, Mary, is very ominous for the rest of the, for the rest of the episode. I don't have any running jokes yet. Okay. We'll see how long this person lasts. This could be the running joke. We get on the boat. Mm-hmm. All three tribes. Brandon's crying. Yes. <laughs> if we were like drinking people, we would have a drinking. Oh my game gosh! Of, of how many times Brandon is that? Not this whole episode. episode? <laughs> yes. Brandon, <laughs> what a shocker! Brandon's crying. <laughs> The dude wants to be there. I'll give him credit. He's not it's like happy Canada. tears. These are these are happy tears. These are, at this moment. Okay, these are the only happy tears the whole episode. The rest I of the episode so. is sad yes. tears, yes. anxious tears. Mm-hmm. Brandon's crying. We'll see how if he makes it past next episode. We got a running joke on our hands already. Brandon's crying. What a shocker! Yeah. <laughs> Did you know Brandon cried? Let's try and let's try and find something better than that. Well, you know, I I got I, I can only do with what I got. You know, so uh, yeah. Do you have anything before we get to the mat chat? No. Go All ahead. right, guys. This is it. Everyone knows. Our one time mat chat for the episode. <laughs> no, we'll tell the winner analysis part of the podcast. Okay. Uh, one mat chat. Everyone knows the rules. <laughs> for those who know. All right. Uh, all right. If you don't know, I did put in the Survivor 44 uh, secrets video so you can see all the examples. So if you're looking for all the examples of the mat chat revealing who the winner is, that's the video. Check it out. I think it's like the first second secret of that video. Okay. So the people who got talked to on the mat were very few this ep- this season. Yeah. Last season is only three. This season, I count two officially. Right. So we'll start with Brandon, who cried, by the way. I don't know if you yes. knew that about him. So Brandon gets talked to. He's excited to be there. He, I, I, I wondered if he was sick by the time the first challenge was done, but maybe it was just nerves. I, I honestly think it's just nerves and the adrenaline and... He obviously doesn't have to deal with adrenaline a lot. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, he just was overwhelmed. He like lives a very kosher life. Is that the word? I don't know if kosher. I don't know if kosher is the right even word. Even keeled. Yeah, <laughs> kosher. What, is, what are we But he's Jewish? been dreaming about this since he was 11. So yeah. like, I don't, you think he'd try and prepare in some way. So Brand, he talks to Brandon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel great about Brandon as a winner. Nope. Pick. Nope. <laughs> Do you know he cried? Okay. So he talks to Bruce and I feel like that was to be expected. Sure. I feel like no matter what, a person who comes back from another season on a season where there's only one of them is going to be talked to. Yeah. That doesn't make me feel great about, no. about like, I mean, I like Bruce. Mm-hmm. Bruce, as everyone knows, preseason winner pick. He's not going to win. He's still, he's still, he's, he's got a chance. Why are we so negative Everybody on Bruce? Everybody has a chance. No, I'm just yeah. saying he's not going to win. Wow. The the shade you're throwing my way. Yeah. So the two people that were officially talked to, I don't think have any chance <laughs> at all. I'm not feeling great about it. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe the show has finally mixed it up. I hope so. But. I hope we can just drop this for a while. But I did mention, this is why I said earlier, Emily had the, I would call a winner quote. And she gets and she butts in on the mat. Yeah. Now, that is very, I think, very representative of her personality. Yes. I want everyone to know Emily only applied to be on Survivor 
I can't say only. Main reason she said she applied in Survivor, and you'll never guess this. I already know. But I know you know. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I know you know this. But yeah, trying to figure out how to say this to everybody. She only applied because she was mad Gabler won. I think it's the best way to put it. Yeah. She was mad Gabler won, and she said that's not how it should be, and she applied. And by the way, kudos. Anyone who thinks I don't like the way Survivor's going, I should apply to change it. Yeah. Kudos. No, mm-hmm. but I think it definitely says a lot about personality combined with what we saw tonight. Yes. So and em- it wasn't even that she butt in to be like, Jeff, I'm so excited to be here. Like yeah. she didn't wait to be asked or whatever. She yeah. butt in to be negative about Bruce. Yeah. And how he was. What is Bruce doing? He was not wrong. being. Tr- well, and why do you make an enemy day one? Why? We haven't seen this since Dominic Abate and Ghost Island when he made enemies with Chris. I mean, it worked out in Dom's favor. Sure. But I, Emily is already setting up a rivalry with Bruce. And that's I would. Why? Why? Well, she's ailing. We can talk about Emily as we go throughout the episode. But again, right here in this moment, mm-hmm. what what's going through your mind where you think, oh, no, that person is is being talked to because they are a returning player. I need to let everyone know that they yeah. really are lying and they shouldn't be saying what they're saying right now. And then when Bruce tries to defend himself, she just comes back. See, he's arguing with me and he's just trying to. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. why yeah. all this like rebuttal right at the beginning if you wanted to jokingly be like hey jeff you know i don't know he, he's been here longer than us and we like there's ways of saying things in a nicer way but emily does not know how to do that i have to ask did jeff talk to emily directly he asked her a question did he not after she jumped it she said and it was very clear this wasn't like an edited cut where it, like mm-hmm. she was already talking to jeff this yeah. was hey jeff i have something to say you know that was the tone mm-hmm. she said it in and he's like, yeah. And then she went off. Yeah. So this was not like sh- she was already in a conversation with Jeff. No. Objectively, I'm counting it. Yeah, you can count it because it would. I mean, I, I understand if you count it. But so we have two yellows and a blue that were <laughs> objectively talked to. No one on red. No one on red. Which I feel like tonight red was kind of shafted. Maybe because they're got no problems. They did get the win. They mm-hmm. did get Flint Machete, so yeah. they didn't have to do Sweat and, sa- sweat was, and Savvy, I think is what it's called now. There was less drama with Reba tonight, for sure. Yeah, Reba had their act together. So, I mean, Sifu's a nut, and I like Sifu. And mm-hmm. I almost wanted to count him as getting a match chat, but I don't think it counts because he was just being a nut. Yeah. Like, no. he didn't actually have a conversation. There was no conversation. So, uh, yeah, technically, Brandon, Bruce, and Emily, I'm not feeling not feeling great about him, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, w- I would be... I'm a, I was actually kind of glad that these three were the ones we showed <laughs> because I was like, okay, there's no way that yeah. any of these three are actually going to win. So hopefully the match is now dead. Hopefully. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Hopefully it's dead because uh, they talk to me like an Austin. We'd be like, well, I mean, nothing was wrong with Austin tonight. Yeah. You know, Austin had a pretty good episode. So yeah, you're right. All of them, all three of these have cracks in their game. Major bad cracks, cracks. bad yeah. cracks. But I would. One of them has a crying crack, but that's different. Okay, so we have a reward challenge here on the boat. Mm-hmm. Can you tell everyone what the reward challenge is? Was? Okay, so the, each group, each team, each tribe, ugh, each tribe is divided up into two pairs. First pair has to empty out a large cro- crate that has rope and sandbags to get a key. The next pair have to s- jump off the barge, swim to a boat, and get another key and come back to the boat. Obviously. And then the last two have to use the key to unlock poles, which they have um, get get bags off of these wires on the top of the poles. Wow, that was a beautiful explanation. <laughs> Can you tell us how the challenge goes? Like, okay, because I have one comment, but I'll wait. Well, go ahead and tell me how the challenge goes. Not I mean, for the comment. most part, it was kind of neck and neck at the crate section. They were kind of neck and neck at the boat, except it seemed like Reba got 
behind on that point. I don't know if they forgot to unclip their vote or what, um, but they got left behind. But we get to Brandon and Sean trying to get back in the boat. And this is where Brandon just, he just fails. He just can't climb a ladder. And I don't, we obviously, he was having a panic attack. He was being, he was overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. He was tired from I thought swimming. maybe he was sick and then he didn't eat this morning or something with the way he was well, on that ladder. something, obviously something more. It wasn't just a mental thing where I don't think I can climb this ladder. This, this or was physical. Or like being too fat, maybe. No, yeah, yeah. it wasn't that either. He, he, it just. he's not, he's not that, he didn't look that out of shape. He's not that overweight. No, it was, I think it was just a combination of a bunch of things. And I don't, I don't think he passed out in the water because that. That would have been obvious and probably really dangerous. But he does mm-hmm. say later on the episode how he he passed out and he didn't remember anything after getting into the boat in the first place. So it was kind of a scary moment for him and for his tribe. It was nice that Sean came back and helped pull him up eventually and he got back to the mat. But yeah, that put them way behind. Lulu didn't almost even have a chance at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but Reba came back from there slightly yeah. behind the the lead with the boats and, and came onto Wicked. But it was a pretty tight. Even with Lulu getting behind, they were pretty close to the bags, too. They weren't like a million years behind. I think um, it was overshadowed because Brandon was having a meltdown yeah. on the ladder. But Reba, I don't know if you just said this or not, I didn't hear it. Reba didn't unclip their boat for a bit. They were... Yeah, I said that. You did say that. I'm sorry. I said I don't know. I don't know what held them back, yeah. but I think it was that they didn't. I think it was that they didn't unclip as well. Mm-hmm. To agree with you, uh, last time we saw the boats with this boat was literally 41, if I recall, because ever, all the other starts have been on the beach. So, and then in that season, I remember. I remember infamously the Blue Tribe, which by the way had the winner on it. I don't know if that means anything, <laughs> but they uh, didn't unclip as well, and they were just like paddling like endlessly, and like why aren't we moving at all? Right. So I think they were dragging the weight on the ground. Yeah. So. It's funny. The moment I saw those boats, I'm like, oh, you got to unclip. You got to unclip. Mm-hmm. I don't, it was like already in my brain. You got to unclip. You can't forget to unclip from the weight. So. Right. All right. Uh, Brandon struggles really hard. He cries again. Uh, they have medical check him out. Did we actually see the medical check with him? No. I feel like that was skimmed. Yeah. Yeah. We because just, there was nothing wrong. Yeah. It's just Brandon's having a meltdown. All right. So Red wins the reward and we find out that Sweat versus Savvy or I guess better explained Sweat and Savvy. Is a mysterious thing that you're going to have to send two people to and we're not telling you anything about it. It's not going to be something you're going to see on your beach because I think Survivor acknowledged in the episode the 100% success rate on getting these things done. Mm -hmm. And they clearly wanted somebody to fail. That's why they had a head head to head. They want somebody to fail. Mm -hmm. Again, this is our fifth time doing this. And I'm going to let you explain it and all that. But despite that, despite the failures, was there really like did, did it really pay off? Did we really get the drama we were looking for? Out of sweat and savvy, because I didn't I, I still don't see it. I don't get why they keep pushing this. Well, I would argue that there was a little bit of drama on Lulu. Well, what when isn't there a little drama on Lulu? <laughs> Lulu's of, becoming a hot mess of a tribe. Because of Emily. <laughs> it's episode one and Lulu's like on track to become another Matt Singh or Fong or uh, Oolong. Like we got a mess on our hands. Yes, it's a massive mess. Now, this was a little bit of a surprise. So um, this time you have to pick two people like Wesley said, just randomly don't know what they're going to face. Um, I'm trying to remember. It was. Oh, I have who went, if that's what you're wondering. Yeah, I just can't find it. No, who volunteered? Sabia and Caleb just volunteered without. It seemed like. On the Yellow Tribe. On Lulu. It seemed like without even like discussing it, which is what made Emily mad. Well, what doesn't make Emily mad? Right. But. They, you know, I, I don't know. They, I think they were probably two of the better people to go anyways. 
And then Jake and Brando go from yeah. below. Um, the blue tribe, for those who are not familiar with the name chat. Yes. So they get taken on a boat to this other beach. They find out that it's head to head. It's timed. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to do sweat first. They have to move 40 logs. It was 40 feet. logs. Okay. Yeah, 40 logs. And they had to move them 200 feet. And it seemed like they had an hour, as they said, to do this yeah. whole task. It was. Yes. They, they said it was an hour. And then as soon as you finish sweat, you have to move on to savvy, which is to remove your flint from a metal hoop structure. It was basically a puzzle. And and yeah, neither of them. Could I didn't get a good look at the puzzle, so I'm not sure how to solve it, though. I'm sure someone smarter than me could tell. I'm me. sure someone smarter than us would tell us. I, I mean, yeah, be, I would have to be able to be there and like manipulate the string. I can't. It's hard for me to tell on TV. Like I'm decent at some puzzles, but that's I don't know. I couldn't tell if that one was one I'd be good at. I think we can both straight up agree. We have just, like, I don't know how you do this, but I am looking forward to someone explaining it. Maybe, maybe there's like a YouTube tutorial on how to do this puzzle. I've never seen it before, but maybe it's one that I don't think Survivor invented it, but maybe they did. Yeah. I mean, it's not a common Survivor puzzle if, if no, it's it the is, first time. Yeah. I've seen it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, basically both teams fail. And I got to say, this challenge was kind of boring. Lacked any drama for me. I. I, sure. How'd you feel? Yeah, Did you like it? I same. Mean, I mean, I, I felt like, okay, so going into this episode, Caleb was already one of my people I was looking at. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to see more about Caleb. But it actually ended up being more about Sabia. Yeah. Because she was really struggling and she pushed through and Caleb was proud of her. And it kind of also was more about Brando because Brando was weak and he didn't feel like. So I, I guess that was interesting. You got to learn a little bit more about the players, but yeah, I guess it it just wasn't what I expected and was a little bit lackluster. I was hoping somebody would win. When Brando called Jake the strong guy of the season, I was like, wait a second. Is Jake really considered the strong guy of the season? Is there no one here who's actually like muscular? Because Jake's just like, I mean, Bruce is. Bruce is 44. Sure. I think he's in his 40s. Yeah. Would you call Bruce the muscular guy of the season? I mean, Bruce is in shape, but I don't know if I call him. I mean, I don't know if I call Jake the, mu- I mean, but then again, who is the muscular guy of the season? I was thinking through the cast and I'm like, oh my, I see what people do when they complain about the casting now. Yeah. Well, there are less, I think, I don't want to say massive physical threats. Like There's there no used Jonathan to be. from 42. That's right. for sure. Well, that's true. Jonathan was probably an exception, but I think, yeah. yes, I think when you get into more or less of the recruiting forecast mm-hmm. and just getting fans of the guys, you're not going to get the tough big models that you might have gotten in the past. I'm not but saying it has to be a model. I'm just saying just pointing that out that Jake is the buff guy of the, of the tribe is like, or of the like season. I'm well, like, he oh. said of, of their tribe, I thought. I don't think he said of the season. I thought he said of the season. No, I thought he said Jake was picked because of he he was the buff guy and yeah. Brandon was picked because he was the nerdy guy. Yeah. And so they would hopefully con- you oh, know, I see. Okay. complete the task. But yeah, I you know what I don't I didn't like is that they did a head versus head and it seemed non-interactive between the tribes. I almost would have rather they did sweat versus savvy and somehow made it a social game. Mm. I don't know. That's not my job to figure out how my job. I'm just saying that I bet I wonder if they could have done this head to head and instead had to be like a a social game right of some sort like sure the sweat part but then the savvy part should have been the social part for me mm-hmm. and i feel like it's just like non-interactive they didn't really interact and okay we both lost all right we right. went our merry way right what I, what I think i don't like about it is it just feels forced by production to it get is. an end result it is versus sweat versus savvy before at least you had a choice in what you wanted to do yeah and it was up to you to win the thing versus yeah. this is like no matter what, two of you aren't going to win. So no matter what they wanted, they want somebody to finally lose. How to be forced, right. though, for somebody to lose. Right. 
and they got, did get both tribes to lose. And they, I know they were looking for the drama back at camp of people thinking, oh, they got something. That's why they came back with nothing. Nobody's mm-hmm. ever failed. So ever savvy. Right. And we see blues like, oh, okay, you lost. Like, that's what we're showing. Right. So we accept blues like, all right, I, okay, that sucks. But all right, we'll make do. Yellow, of course, Emily, our Yeah, but I mean, they, they walk onto the beach. Emily's maybe, what, like 10, 15 feet away from mm-hmm. them. They say, no, we didn't get anything. She turns her, her back to yep. them and says to Sean, they have an advantage and walks yeah. away. You know, just like so obvious. And before, but before they even game. came back, I think, was it Sean who said that she was already talking about? Oh, yeah. They arrived at mm-hmm. the at the camp. They're looking at their sign. Yeah. Hi, how's it going? They're going to get an advantage or something. <laughs> if, if they don't come back with something, we, we all agree right yeah. now. It was so suspicious that they volunteered. You know, so suspicious that they volunteered. So I like I having just, a good, I, we needed a good villain. Like, if Emily's our good villain, I'm for She's not going to last long, I don't think. I thought she was gone tonight. Yeah, well, she should have been gone tonight. Between that quote she had at the beginning and just her villainous ways. But like, I'm pro Emily on the show. On the show. For I'm the pro, chaos. For the, for the season, I'm pro Emily. Yeah. I hope Emily makes it to the merge. Like, into the post-merge game. I can't have Emily going episode two or three. No. I need her to stay. I don't think she's, she's going to last very long. She's going to bring the drama. <laughs> yeah, she will bring drama. That is for sure. <laughs> so, I guess. The fact that she's not even the worst on this tribe says a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, worst in what, in what category? Well, let's say. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk this through. Let's rank the Lulu tribe in terms of who oh, is a hot mess. Sean, I put Sean at number one. I think, I think he's the least hot mess on the tribe. He seems pretty logical. Yes. But I mean, so Caleb and Sabia. Caleb and Sabia. What's wrong Are with kind them? of hand in hand. They both believe the pyramids are built by aliens. Okay. Mary's like, oh, I forgot about that. But all right. I mean, I don't. I mean, they said it like it was fact and then they went on about it. That's like. Not stuff I would really be presenting to other you, people. You, there are, I would dare say, millions of people who believe that was. I just not something I would say in the first like few days. Sure. I drop. That's like the kind of stuff you want to drop after people already gotten to know you, and they're like, <laughs> "Well, I really like this person." I mean, they have a weird thing about the pyramids. That's not like a first impression thing I would want people to know about me. But anyways, so like they're the most. These three are the most normal in the tribe. Yes. Right. Okay. Then we get to, in my opinion, Emily's number four of a hot. Like, Emily somehow is not yeah. the hottest mess of this tribe. Yeah. She's. <laughs> Emily's a negative Nancy. Mm-hmm. And she even acknowledges multiple times she's a negative Nancy. She never says those exact words. Right. But she does acknowledge it. And then she proceeds to just do it anyway. Right. Which is always fun. Well, I think that is one thing I kind of like about her, I guess, mm-hmm. is the fact that she does know who she is and she's just going to be herself no matter what. I mean, she's trying to fix herself, but then she like didn't. No, she realizes her weaknesses, but she doesn't try to change them. Or at she this doesn't point. know how to. Yes, at this point. Or yeah. she doesn't know how to, which is fair. And I'm with her, though. I agree, though, on this on the basis of they came back with nothing. They probably have something. That's the very logical thing to think. It's just not something I would say. Oh, no. Out loud yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, because what does Sean do? He immediately goes to Sabia and says, mm-hmm. hey, just, you know, Emily's a little bit crazy and she thinks she has an yeah. advantage. So, yeah, not a great, not a great. Sean's like, I'm on a tribe full of crazies. Right. Uh, well, in your ranking. Sorry, you just got to and Emily. Emily's just mad that they even ma- Emily's mad that these two people even volunteered in the first place. Yeah. She's just mad about everything. Yes. Mad about everything. And, and I'm have, all for it. Then you have Brandon, who's already cried five, six Brandon times. Brandon <laughs> comes episode. back from the medical boat. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, guys, I'm not dead. But he's on the verge of tears. 
He's on the verge. I of do tears. like Brandon. I just I'm not anti Brandon. I think maybe Who's anti-Brandon? he should have done some wilderness survival classes. Despite all of his issues, he didn't quit the Tried game. Running a few times before. I think honestly, I think this is a mental thing. I, oh, I'm not sure how much physical this is, as much as mental. Though, if he physically prepared, he probably would have been mentally yeah, prepared. That's what I'm as well. saying. You, so I'm yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I like Brandon. But yes, he is definitely not a. He's not long for this game. No, no. And then of course Hannah, which we don't even have to. We, uh, we were talking about Hannah. She who will not be named. No, she's named, and her name is <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> so, and my notes are kind of out of order because they cut between the sweat and savvy, and then the stuff. So let me catch up here. Uh, blue, the women on the blue tribe form an alliance. Yes, all three of them. Mm-hmm. Kendra, Katura, and Kelly. Who's the one that's obsessed with the signs, like Leo and stuff? Kendra, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Kendra's obsessed. Like, it's mm-hmm. like every sentence out of her mouth has to do with somebody's sign. So, mm-hmm. I mean, nobody seemed to be anti, at least of the women. So, this could no, be... No, they all got excited when they found out they are all born in September. The fact that they focus on this women's alliance, despite the fact that Blue wasn't going to tribal tonight, mm-hmm. means that they either... That they're going to stick strong together, which is actually what I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, who oh, Bruce, <laughs> clench your butt cheeks, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so let's talk about that a little bit. Because so all the women are annoyed with him. We're on the, yes, we're on the yeah. Blue Tribe. We get there. They're introducing, talking. Bruce immediately starts complaining about Emily, which is fine. The girls are all agreeing with him, you know. I think, yeah, he was more like, oh, why am I being attacked? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was just like. What was that about? Yeah, what did I do? I need to get that out. And again, everybody's like, yeah, she was weird. That mm-hmm. was weird. Whatever. Yeah. But then Bruce goes on to be like, I'm not going to be the dad of the group. I'm not going to be the leader. I just want to be the fun uncle. <laughs> and it's like you can almost hear the music or the, the sound effect. like the dumb music didn't kick in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because the girl's like, okay, well, let's go weave pom, th- pom fronds. And he's like, well, actually... Weaving pom fronds is a waste of time. And there's there's just like this montage of Bruce giving <laughs> advice. Well, actually, I wouldn't do this. And actually, if you do this kind of wood, the smoke goes. Yeah. And actually, which again, it's all good stuff, but just like own up to you wanting to help out and be the leader and not the fun uncle. The fun uncle would have jumped no, in the ocean and taken a swim. Yes. Yeah. There's no fun. He's not being a fun uncle at all. And, every, and everyone's just like, okay. Mary's annoyed okay. tonight. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to let my annoyance She's so out. So annoyed. No, I just, I don't like when people. Say one thing and then immediately do something else. So, yes, Kendra, Katura, and Kelly are all a little annoyed at Bruce at Below Camp. Hannah did a number on you, Mary. (laughs) We also should talk about before we forget. Well, go ahead. What? I want to talk about Bruce being the leader, but go ahead. If you got something else. Oh, no. Don't go ahead. Well, I was just going to talk about how we noticed and we were shown at Reba that the sign had the little. Okay. Yeah. You're getting way off. Give me a second. (laughs) What? I didn't notice Lulu's sign or... Well, they didn't focus on him. But I looked at them. Oh, did you? I mean, as much That'd as I could. That would be unfair if it didn't. But didn't I didn't... Them. Yeah. And I was just wondering, so does each tribe have a different kind of Beware Avengers The only reason we saw Reba's, I think, is because... Jay noticed it. Austin and, found it. And right. Note. And pointed out. And Austin so found it. So if somebody it, on but, yellow or blue finds it, where I think we're going to see this... I think everyone has to have... Everyone has to have the same clues. I feel like it would always be unfair. The only time they've done something different is when they have different idols. Remember last season when they got a real and a fake? Mm-hmm. Everyone had like a different real idol that didn't really pan out on anything. Well, I just mean like 
you know how beware advantages in the past you had to say a different sentence or whatever sure but like it was all the same clue it's all sure it's had to say okay. different sentences yeah i just thought it was interesting mm-hmm. because after i saw on reba i made sure to look at the other camps yeah and it wasn't as a much of a close-up sure, sure but i didn't see them so if anyone te- else noticed that it's a tiny text though maybe it would have been hard to tell it, maybe and paramount plus i don't know what's going on we Mary and I have made the unfortunate decision of watching Big Brother 25 because Suri is on yeah. it for those who don't know. And Paramount Plus likes to do this thing. I don't know if it happens to anyone else. Whether we watch it through my Xbox or through my smart TV, doesn't matter. Wherever we stream it live, it just like skips. It like does like the same moment three times. Then it like jumps 20 seconds ahead. It's like a record. It's like, like, a, like a skipping record. Yeah, it's like a skipping record. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it's digital. So it's just. It's just weird. It does the same thing no matter what device I use, just the streaming service. So um, what I'm saying is that maybe the quality didn't show the little text. No, maybe. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe uh, on a rewatch when you can like pause it and everything. Eh, maybe. But anyways, so Bruce says he doesn't want to be the leader. I want to talk about that real quick okay. because I, f- I just recently made a video on Russell Swan, the rise and fall of Russell Swan. He mm-hmm. does the same thing on a second time playing yeah. the same exact thing. Yeah. He also was medically evacuated his first mm-hmm. time playing. He comes back. He's like, guys, I don't want to be the leader. That's a bad thing to do. And of course, the first thing he does is tells people what to do and gives them advice. People like he just said he didn't want to be the leader, but he's leading us. So it's like Bruce is like mirroring Russell Swan. But that's not a good thing because Russell Swan came back and did worse than the first time. But that's impossible for Bruce. So. That's what I mean. It's just like if you're going to say one thing Mm -hmm. and stick with it. And if you're not, if you don't mean it, if you know that's not your personality, don't say it. Sure. Well, then I really still like Bruce and I don't oh, like I to be too. negative about one of my winner picks. Okay. okay. <laughs> if you ever do that again, you're in the grinder. Jeff's okay. going to come down with the monster. That sounds more like Big Brother. but Oh, okay. yeah. No, we watch too much Big Brother. Oh, I mean, any episode of Big Brother is too much. Okay. So <laughs> and by the way, for those wondering, we are go- we are planning on doing one podcast after the season's done a Big Brother about it. And just one. And Mary's going to throw all her snarky comments in it. If I can remember, I should have been writing them down. No, I, I mean, you just, well, as we watch uh, it's it. It's not hard to be snarky and sarcastic. About Mary does not like Big Brother. Yeah. I'm, I'm dragging her feet into watching the season. So anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's catch up. So uh, Julie says over on the Red Tribe that she's lying about her job. She's an art teacher. She tells everyone mm-hmm. she's really a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I know we did the whole preseason casting, but it didn't trigger in my brain, how many lawyers are on the season until we also heard, was it Katura? Yes, Katura. Katura is also a lawyer who's mm-hmm. lying about it, like Julie. Wow, I mm-hmm. love when multiple people are doing the same storyline. Mm-hmm. And then Jake's the only one being open about it because he's a public defender and apparently he's new, but he's also a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So, but why? <laughs> why do we have why do we have three, three lawyers on, on the same season? tribe? No, well, then two of them are on the same tribe and then Julie's on the red tribe. So, yeah. Why do we have three lawyers on this season and two of them are on the same? Tr- like, there's only 18 people and we can't get away from Alaska, West Virginia, North Dakota, or uh, what's the other state? New Mexico. But we can get three lawyers. I just like, I don't understand. When people complain about the cast in my comments, like, sometimes I'm like, eh, maybe you're being a bit hard. But here I'm like, I see three lawyers. I'm like, all right, like, what are we doing? Yeah. We couldn't get uh, any other job in here. So, anyways, uh, that's all I think about the lawyer talk. I'm over that already. Uh, do you have anything on that? No. Okay. Katura takes advantage of Jake being a lawyer, though. I just said I was over it, and I'm yes. not. Yes. So I just like, unlike Bruce, I well, say I would... something, I do something else right after. <laughs> <laughs> she takes advantage of Jake being a lawyer. I don't know if it's really taking advantage. More like she's just goofing with him. Well, I, I feel like it... this was 
you could call this a smart move by her where she's intentionally throwing light on Jake, bringing, you know, because it's easy to just be like, okay, yeah, Jake's a lawyer, but you're like, oh, so Jake, you're a lawyer. What do you do? What does that mean? What does that involve? And get him talking about mm-hmm. himself, which is a good strategy. Sure. Makes that person feel like you care about them. You want to get to know yeah. them and stuff like that. But at the same time, she is helping put a target on her back because she does know that people tend to mistrust lawyers as she herself but is, he is a, a lawyer. public defender. And I feel like if there's any lawyer that people are like, sure, they're not negative immediately about, but she defenders. didn't know that until she started talking to That's him. True. So it's just, I mean, what else are you doing? You're sitting around the shelter. You're going to yeah. talk. And this is not just her sitting and chatting. This is her trying to put a strategy in place. I do feel like there was a missed opportunity and they got, we got a brief shot when we saw Brandon crying. Do you know, he cried. We got uh, a nighttime of him struggling to sleep because he's too busy being anxious and crying. But regardless, hey, he was having acid reflux. I know he's having acid reflux. What I'm saying is it's a bit unfortunate. This is I think the only issue I really have with the edit tonight is we saw these people fail to get pot and flint or machete and flint, whatever. And then we didn't see any nighttime of them sleeping without the shelter. Right. Like, okay, I kind of didn't rain, but like we kind of missed the opportunity and the cameras were clearly running because we saw Brandon have acid reflux. Mm -hmm. So I just like we couldn't like we couldn't spend a minute on that. Like we can see people being like, well, you know, it's actually nice to sleep on the beach without the shelter. (laughs) You know, nothing like nothing like that to set them up later for when it rains. You know what I mean? Mickey Mouse wasn't cast. Okay. Well, (laughs) at least Mickey Mouse isn't a lawyer, though. Disney has a lot of them. So we love Disney, of course. Please don't sue us. All right. (laughs) We then cut over to the Yellow Tribe. Sabia Am I saying that right, Sabia? Yeah. Recognizes Emily as a negative Nancy. Now, that's my word. Sabia doesn't say negative Nancy, but I mean, it's everyone's like pointing this out. Right. She's like, we're all getting together. We're doing well, except for Emily. <laughs> and then ever, and we hear from Emily and she's like, I don't really relate to these people. Cut to a conversation of Caleb being like, or Sabia being like, everyone agrees. Like, we all agree, right? That the aliens built the pyramids. Right. And there's like a battery inside. They didn't find any uh, tombs in there. And it's any like, mummies. <laughs> if I was there during the conversation, I'd be laughing my butt off. <laughs> I would just be like laughing. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to confessional me. These people are crazy. <laughs> but like Emily's like, I just don't get them at all. I can't relate because <laughs> Emily's too smart for them is how she's basically yeah. saying it. Like, I'm normal. I mean, she is. These people are crazy. She is very intelligent. I, I feel like there is. On, on paper. I wouldn't say socially. No, no, no. She is mentally intelligent. Yeah. Yes. She has probably a high IQ. Probably. She probably... No, Drew's the smartest. And yes. don't get twisted. Yes. I, I, I don't know. I feel like when I see her. I, I want to know more about her because I want to know why she's like this. Mm-hmm. She's definitely not your typical survivor cast. You know what she reminds me of? Chaos cast. Well, yeah, that's who she, she said she was like. I know. But like people can say things all the time, but she actually does remind me yes. of chaos cast. Mm-hmm. So like people say, I want to be like poverty, but they're nothing like them. Sure. No, she actually does. Yes. She reminds me of chaos cast. Uh, I did since red is so ignored this episode. Probably for good reason. They're living the high life. Drew is bipolar. And I want to talk about that. Oh, yeah. He has two different names. You remember? It's his first name. His last name, right? Yeah, I'd, I think so. That's but what yeah. I assumed. So, like, what what were the two personalities? Did you get notes on that? I did. I didn't write down what his other name was. But basically. It's his last name, I assume. Yeah. Basically, uh, his first name is just his introverted, nerdy, quiet self. And then his last name is the partier, the guy who wants to be the life of the party. He wants everyone to like him. 
And he says somehow he he's going to meld those two together and he's going to be the perfect person to play the game. It didn't really make any sense to me at all. I mean, I get like having two sides of yourself, your introverted mm-hmm. side and your extroverted side. And I get trying to meld those. I don't know. He Drew's was just like too big brain for us, Mary. We can't understand. Yes, that's this. probably it just went over my head. I guess. It did. Drew's he's just too big brain for us. I can't understand Drew's ways. But just know that Drew's he's on the path to winning. Right. Well, the question is, which Drew will win? Drew or Drew's last name, which I will have to learn. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to look it up. I have to look it up too. I mean, he is right. You can't. You have to bring basically all of your assets to the table when you're playing this game. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be on all the time. So that means you need to be quiet and listen at a certain time. Or if that needs, means you need to make a joke at a certain time and knowing when those times are. Yeah. Like, sure, that's going to be beneficial if he can figure that out. But he does seem to be just a little bit out there, I guess. <laughs> a yeah. little bit more of like he's going to have everything on paper. Yeah. But in real life, that's just. Drew's it. a post-merge boot waiting to happen, yeah, I feel probably. like. Yeah, uh, so I do want there's three people this season. I feel like it's not my winter analysis, by the way. There are three people this season. I'm hoping to will. I'm like trying to will them into the post merge game. Okay. And the one Emily, Emily we've talked yeah. about her. I hope she makes post merge. Uh, just pff, like we need a character like this not to win, sure. but to make it deep. Always need a character like that. Uh, Jake's the other one. I feel like Jake. Uh, he's just been really? presented. Yeah, I feel like Jake, well, maybe Jake is more like I sense he's going to make it far. Just it just seems like how prominent he was. And maybe it's just me. I don't know. I really liked his opening thing about Nana, I guess. Sure. I, I mean, like, that's you know. kind of sweet, but. Well, it's funny. He just seems for kind me. of basic to me. Okay. Well, all but right. But it's only been one episode. So Mary coming in hot with the takes. Anyways, I'm saying those two, I, I, I think I'm willing Emily to make it deep. I think Jake will make it to post merge. Sifu's my other person. Yeah. Sure. These are all people who I just like. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go to the post merge game for sure. Uh, same with Bruce as, as well. Though I feel like man, they're not next time on Survivor. I was not saying that about Bruce, but if Blue no. can win challenges, I mean, that's all you need to yeah. make it. So uh, and also, is there going to be a tribe swap? We don't know yet. Uh, anyway, so day two, Sifu is already on the hunt for an idol and he is going full Tony Vlacos when <laughs> when D and I forgot who was, else was carrying the log and she. And they hit the, or the bamboo or whatever. And then they hit. She hits the thing. She turns her head to the right. I'm like, you got so lucky. She didn't turn her head to the left. Yeah. Because that's where he was. Mm-hmm. They went right past him. And I was like, holy crap. I'm like, he's playing with fire. I mean, he got caught, though. Yes, he did eventually get caught. He was going spy shack for no good reason. I don't know if it was D helping carry the. Yeah, I, you're right. I, I apologize. D, D did. Who say, was in the back of the bamboo carrying? I, I don't that was remember. D. It could have been D. Yeah, I, I do. I, I do distinctly D. remember D catching him, listening to them as oh. they're walking to the well. So I D missed that. him earlier, but caught him later, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Seafood, I, I want to say it was Jay, but I could be wrong. Please don't, no, don't be Jay. a pre-merge boot is what I'm saying. I hope. Oh, he yeah. Makes. He's too fun. I Dude. Like, I like yeah. He's like singing about looking for the Seafood is great. I yeah. Seafood. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the Seafood winning, but I, Seafood's great. Yes. <laughs> I like right. Sifu. Mm-hmm. Let's keep Sifu around. Nobody vote out Sifu. All right. It's bad luck to vote out Sifu. You do it, you <laughs> lose the game. But people catch him spying, though. And I don't know. He, I'm almost surprised he didn't play it off better. Like being like, I'm trying to be like Tony Vlacos, you know? And he like, he could have like rolled around the ground. They could be like, this guy's a nut. But like, I don't know. He kind of like 
When he got caught, he acted a little sus. Oh, yeah. He was like, yeah, I wasn't really spying. I was just like, pretend spying. I, I don't uh, remember what he said, but he didn't it didn't. really fully commit. No, it didn't come across very uh, well. No, that's unfortunate. You got to fully commit to the act. Yeah, you're going to make some enemies that way. I saw, With him doing the spy shack, though, all I can remember was, remember Tony in Winners at War was up in the trees like, Sarah, Sarah, can mm-hmm. you see me up here? I can't do Tony's <laughs> voice. Sarah. <laughs> no, Tony, I can't see you. Okay, good. I'm going to wait up here. You bring them to the water well. <laughs> like Tony was so good at it. And yet such a nut. Yeah. Well, anyway, so Sifu channeling his inner Tony Vlacos. Uh, and I'm, I'm, all, I'm here for it. So Austin finds a beware advantage, which we, I don't think we've seen since season 43. Mm-hmm. And can you tell everyone what this beware advantage, what, what is it? So it says, well, number one, he until he completes his tasks, mm-hmm. he loses his vote at tribal council. Yeah. Um, but to get the hidden immunity idol, he has to complete. It doesn't say how many tasks. It just says you have to complete these mm-hmm. tasks. And his first task is he has to use this code and put it up to the sign to figure out the secret message. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that, that though? Is don't you like take the paper and you like line up with the letters to? or with like the symbols to make like letters that yeah works? that's probably what's gonna happen okay it I, could be numbers but it looks I, it, to me it looks uh, more like when letters. is he gonna get I, the paper's small enough though where he could but he's gonna look suspicious if he just keeps staring down their sign where everyone knows there are yes, symbols yes he's oh that's hard to do because the sign's right next to usually where camp is right it's gonna be very tricky yeah. as it, he said <laughs> i do like this by the way yeah, this is a good. I, I'm pro this. Yeah, this is a good uh, beware advantage. I think the bo- the cages are not back. By the way, I want to point that out. Yeah, no cage cages. idols, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with. I feel like if you can't figure out how to make them better, don't do them again. Sure, uh, they had such potential and they kind of like were squandered. But this, I'm I'm pro this. Let's see where this goes. Yeah, because it requires you know stealth. It it's requires a hunt for intelligence. The yeah. It's like a riddle. As, I, I'm all about riddles. As long as we're not saying stupid phrases at the challenges, yeah. which is like almost. <laughs> It's almost like created too below that you have this advantage. But yeah, he can't vote. So, but red is dominated. Red got first in both. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Blue got first of the immunity. Red got second of the immunity. Right. But they, it was really close. They yeah. were up at the puzzle first. It was like seconds apart. Yeah. But before we get to the immunity challenge, Mary, we have a sponsor for this podcast. Yes. And we want to let everyone know that Mary and I this season, we're doing Fantasy Survivor. So Woo-hoo. let's jump right into that. Hey, oh, we're excited to announce that we will be hosting a fantasy survivor pool on the Make Your Picks app. If you want to join us, go to the app store and search for Make Your Picks, or you can check out the description of this video because we're going to have links for you. We start our scoring in the pool in episode two, so don't worry, you haven't missed out yet. We want to give you time to watch episode one and get to know the contestants before you make your picks. So here's how the pool works. There are three parts. Part one your picks you get to pick five contestants for the season you get points when they accomplish things on the show you get points if they win reward challenges if they win immunity if they vote correctly for whoever goes home that night or if they acquire advantages and of course you get a lot of points if your pick wins the title of soul survivor so definitely check out the rules before you make your picks the next part is votes Each week, you get to vote for who you think will be eliminated in the next episode, and you get points if you vote correctly. And the last part is advantages. Just like on the show, you can acquire and use advantages yourself in the pool. We have advantages like extra votes, which allows you to vote for more people. You can even get a steal a vote advantage where you can steal a vote from another contestant in the pool. Definitely check those out. It makes the pool really fun. If you want to play, search for the Make Your Picks app on the app store and go to the featured pool section to play against the once upon an island community. And this is available on the iPhone and Android app stores. So 
join us. Let's get back to the episode. That's right, you guys. We're doing Fantasy Survivor this year. So Mary and I, we're we're gonna I'm gonna take a few days to figure it out. So I'm not gonna make my picks quite yet. But you can find me in the featured pool on as my name will be Once Upon an Island W. At the moment, I'm number 45, <laughs> Survivor 45, because <laughs> uh, I joined 45th to the pool. Even though it's my pool, I joined 45th. <laughs> Mary's in there somewhere around 100, I think. Yeah. Joined a little bit later. Uh, she's under there as Once Upon an Island M. And maybe Rebecca. She sounded interested when I told her. I think she's going to join. I'm going to try to get her to do the same thing. So if you're looking in the score sheet uh, in the pool, for who is who and whether you're kicking our butts, which is likely uh, that's that's our names will appear in there. So, uh, yeah. So thank you to make your picks for that. I think it'll be a lot of fun and it's completely free. I don't know if I already said that. So, OK, let's get to the immunity challenge. Mary. Yes. What is this challenge? Well, surprisingly, there's some obstacle courses and there's a puzzle, but I'll explain a little bit more. Uh, so one player at a time races up and over a ramp into a mud pit. Once everyone is through, they have to pick up a massive bag of coconuts and drag it to farther away. And then they have to unload all the coconuts and into a box. And then they have to throw the coconuts into a bag to release keys. Then they have to work uh, work together to get everybody up a tall tower and use the keys to unlock and solve a really massive standing puzzle. And obviously the first two tribes to complete it will win immunity. Yeah. Um. I got to say, so in the opening, the opening challenge, there were no bars for people to hit their heads on. And it feels like <laughs> in this challenge, it kind of went out of their way to add bars for people to hit their heads on. Like, have we ever seen the A ramp? I think that's what it's called. Have bars on it. I don't think we have. And like, are they trying to get Bruce to hurt himself? He's trying to give him PTSD. That's not fair. Bruce is and one Jeff, of my winner picks. Jeff did say, make sure you keep your head up. Golly, why? <laughs> or even, head down. I don't know. Can you not give Bruce at least an episode or two be so, for him to like, I mean, there's like, how many bars can we put in this challenge? All the bars. Like, there was no reason to have bars on the A ramp. <laughs> I think they're trying to give it a challenge because I think they put uh, handles on there to climb mm-hmm. up the ramp. They're like, well, it's not a challenge if there's just handles on it because normally they have people helping each other go up the ramp. So anyways, uh, I did see... We'll talk about the challenge here in a second. I did see on Reddit uh, a couple of people went to Fiji in the off season, and one person I don't know how to link to this post because it was like a month ago. One person actually found where Survivor they can't apparently they don't they don't store all of their challenge items in shipping containers like it's been rumored because they found some of them on the island. Oh, just like out and about, and they got to do this. There was like a seesaw and that big ball you've seen I think in every earn the merge challenge and with the 40 survivor 46 logos on them. So it was hmm. legit. And there, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. So anyways, if you ever visit Fiji while survivors not filming, it's very possible. You could find challenge items like this. Cool. I just thought that was like, I, if I could link it to you, I would. If somebody in the comments links it to uh link, can link us to that Reddit post. I will pin it. So, all right. Cause I think it was really cool with the all the guy took a ton of pictures. Yeah. So, okay. I will point out that I thought it was really cool um, that Jeff at the beginning of the immunity challenge does point out that both blue and yellow don't have their stuff. And I think it's really cool because Survivor in a sense did set them up all to be sus- to be sussed, mm-hmm. like be like people suss on them like you got something. You well, when Jeff says, suspect. hey, and am I using the sus the wrong way? No, there? I mean, it's just like you can say the word suspect. I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to be hip and with it. All right. Everyone knows the rules about being cool. And you got to say sussed. That's the new the new lingo. The teens are saying, Mary, do not know that. All right. That's my old man voice. 
All right. So, uh, no, anyways, Jeff reveals the truth about the Flint machete and it's cool because survivors set up to create there. They were hoping for a little drama and it was really just Emily, mm-hmm. but I'm glad Jeff said something so that we didn't go into the tribal. And that was like a factor because that's right. like unfair to them. Like yeah. what, like what did they do wrong? They did mm-hmm. everything right. You know, right. I mean, they didn't, they didn't win the challenge. I guess that's everything right. But I'm glad Jeff said that and clarified, Hey, if you win this, you get this. So everyone's like, Oh, okay. They're telling the truth, which makes Emily, by the way, look worse. Sure. <laughs> it wasn't brought up. But in a sense, it kind of makes Emily look worse. Does it? I she's mean, being super sus and turns out, oh, they were telling the truth. It, well, but, but he just said you don't have your flint and machete. That doesn't mean they don't have an advantage. That doesn't mean they don't have an advantage. Hmm. Especially if you have a mind like Emily. Like, sure, if some people had doubts that might have helped. I don't think that would help Emily. For me, hearing that from Jeff, I'd be like, all right, well, if they have something, I'm less worried about it. Because they were telling the truth that they didn't. Right. Like, it wasn't like, you're right. It could have been. You're correct, actually. They could have gone there and be like, you have a choice between Flint and Machete and an advantage or an advantage or, you know, an, an idol or whatever. You're right. I could be wrong. Jeff could have said because you lost the challenge. You yeah. Don't have. Yeah. But yeah. I I'm remembering it as he said, because you don't okay. you already don't have. We're not going to. I know. took it positively. Mary's looking at it from an <laughs> Emily point of view. So I've just been negative. You all take it as you will. So we get this immunity challenge. Uh, it's very clear. Yellow struggling. Mm-hmm. And it's that's before Brandon even gets involved. Well, yeah. though he is though he is a huge drag on the tribe. It's not just him. They they did struggle in the mud. I forget mm-hmm. who was first. Sabia struggled in the mud. Yes. Huge. And she got them way behind. Like Sabia two people, got them behind. Because two people the mud. on the red and blue tribe got through by the time Sabia got yes. through. And then I, th- I think Brandon didn't do too badly in the mud, but he struggled up the ramp. He struggled up the ramp. So did Sabia. Yeah. They both struggle on the ramp. But Brandon, like, again, I'm like, is he collapsing on the ramp? Is he crying again? Do you well, know Brandon cried? He didn't. I don't think he cried. But yeah, he fell down and, like, immediately didn't get up. Yeah. I, I don't, like, oh, no, is he oh, hurt no. again? Yeah, I thought he died. But then we see Jeff just like, all right, Brandon, let's go. Let's get up. Let's go. Dig deep. And I'm like, okay, he can't be that bad if, if Jeff is. If Jeff's <laughs> casually telling you to yeah. dig deep. Yeah. So he's obviously okay. And he was fine. But I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Do you remember that time? This might be a little. Oh, this was a couple of years ago now. Survivor 41, when there was a one time when Heather like completely failed at the challenge and told him just like, you got this, Heather. Oh, I yeah. believe in yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that for Brandon here. Nope. Nothing. It's <laughs> like, all right, Brandon, come on. Dig deep, man. You're like, what, 25? <laughs> Get up. <laughs> I mean, I would not do well at this either. I don't yeah. I can't say anything bad. Oh, but- no. I'm I'm a bigger guy than Brandon. As you saw in our host photos at the beginning. Uh, and I would struggle with this ramp, but you're believe if I fell down. I'm not just staying down. No, I'm just gonna lay there. Yeah. I'm at least gonna get back up, get my yeah. get my booty back up, and try to get up that ramp. But I for sure shouldn't be the last person up because I'm not. People shouldn't be. Up. But I will say the yellow tribe, despite losing here, using their buffs. Yeah, smart. That's smart. Smart. Mm-hmm. I almost wondered if their buffs were gonna get like too stretched out, and then the. But then at <laughs> tribal, I was looking at everybody's buffs. So like, are oh, these new buffs? You know, no, they look used. All right. Like they weren't given new buffs because they ruined them or anything. No. <laughs> so yeah, it was a very smart way. And Jeff, like, even like kind of like chuckled about it. And I don't think he's annoyed by it. If anything, he's like, oh, first time in 45 seasons, somebody's used their buff in a challenge. Right. And I hadn't thought about it. And I'm sure no one ever made a rule about yeah. it. And they, will they make one in the future? I don't see why I they should. Don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, why not? Why? I mean, like why you not? use clothes in your body, right? So whatever. Uh, as long as nobody's getting naked, I think it's probably the rule. Sure. I'm pretty sure that's the rule. You can't get like take all your clothes right. off, you know. Uh that's not allowed anymore. So anyways, uh blue gets first place pretty convincingly. Red gets second, not even close on Lulu. Lulu's not close to By the way, I want to point this out. I, I I don't know how I didn't mention this till now. 
The Yellow Tribe call Lulu. Our dog's name is Lulu. Yes. <laughs> They're both equally atrocious. I love our dog, but she is a mess. dumb as a rock. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying the Lulu Tribe is dumb as a rock, but I'm saying when you see the Lulu Tribe and you're like, wow, what a hot mess. Think that's the Once Upon an Island dog. That's their dog. Their dog is just as hot of a mess. <laughs> okay. I just want everybody to know that. It's very important you knew that. And if I remember, I'll put a picture of Lulu during Oh, yeah. Talk. We should put a buff on her and take a picture. I didn't buy the yellow buff, unfortunately. Oh. I know. I know. Well, I don't love my dog that much. I, she's she's fine. I like her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's a hot mess. Yeah. We got the red and the blue buff. I'm, I'm, I got the blue for Bruce and you got the red because you just like the way I the red like looked. Red, yeah. I thought maybe there's somebody in red you like Sifu you were a fan of or something. I mean, no, I just like the red. Oh, okay. All right. I think Rebecca, as you'll see in the winter analysis tomorrow, she has the red buff too. So no one got the yellow buff. But yeah, the Lulu tribe hot mess like my dog. Okay, so we go to trial. We not tribal, sorry. We go back to the yellow camp. And you and I are both like, it's either Brandon or Emily. Mm-hmm. Like Brandon here cannot get through on the show like two minutes without having a breakdown or crying. Mm-hmm. And he's not and, helpful in challenges. And Emily is just a negative Nancy. But I feel like at this point, Brandon has collapsed at both challenges. Brandon's got to go. Yeah. But Hannah. My God. Hannah says "Mm, I would like to watch this game from the comfort of my couch and I'm like oh like the moment she said that and I'm with you here man I've been trying to pause the whole podcast but here we are oh my gosh are you serious right now like why did you even get cast on the season yeah oh she said she was relieved when they lost because Uh then she knew she probably could get voted out oh my gosh and then she's like three isn't it but then we went into the ocean and I felt okay. It's just like so up and down. Well, I know there's people like this in my in my life who I'm just like, I would have told don't go on Survivor because yeah. this is how they no. are. No, nobody, her, anybody who knew her well should have told her she, she would not make it and she should not go. But, oh, and but. we heard the name. Wasn't there a comment about nicotine or something like that? So, yeah, she talked a couple of times. Well, earlier in the episode, she said after Brandon helped her get through her mm-hmm. little breakdown. She said, oh, I know what this is. This is just nicotine withdrawals. You know, I can do hard things. I can do hard she's things. She's a therapist. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah. As a she therapist. think. <laughs> As a therapist. Anyway. Shouldn't you be able to. Work through your own problems. Maybe she needs a therapist for her therapy. I. Yes. I don't. Brandon. I'm trying to figure out how to say this all nicely. Well, but like I'm. Brandon, very, who's like the weakest person on the tribe, obviously, mentally, physically, emotionally, yeah. whatever. He is the one encouraging her and telling her to keep going. Bad. Yes. When there's nothing wrong with her. Yeah. Like, sure. She's having nicotine withdrawals. And I don't know what that's like. I don't know what that's like. But you should have prepped for that beforehand. Regardless, we've seen people push through that. We've never seen yes. them quit because of nicotine yes. withdrawals. And like this is. A once in a lifetime opportunity. Bruce is 46, by the way. I know I said earlier I said he's 44. Yeah. Okay. I just want to clarify that now in case somebody comments it. All right. I, I found out. So I'm looking at the cast right now. You Anna's interrupted my 32. Flow. So she's not like super young. Like she's she's in the part of life where you know who you are. So she yeah. joined the show like at 19, 20, 21, right. like not knowing who she is. Yeah. Sorry, I did interrupt you. I was just like surprised she's 32 when I saw that. Do you have any more of your diatribe about this? Go ahead. No, I mean, like, I'm a, I'm just annoyed at her. I think I think most people who are listening are going to agree with you. And I, I agree with you. It's annoying. It almost feels like a waste of a casting spot. It's like a waste of an episode. Like, mm. not really. I understand. Pretty good. But the whole point is to 
play the game yeah. and then you have someone quit in the very first episode of the mm-hmm. game. She hadn't had she hadn't experienced any rain yet. Nothing's happened. She hasn't experienced like <laughs> nothing. Any any real nothing, hunger nothing yet? Nothing has happened. Yeah. I I'm eh. We're day 3. No real hunger is set in yet. No real hunger. Uh So both Brandon and Hannah had the best premiere of the new era. I think we can agree with that. The best premiere, not the best season. Sure. Best premiere. I don't remember. I was thinking if this is a better premiere than 44. I'm like, well, 44 had like uh, MGM fall off the rock. There's a lot of chaos. And Jam Jam was talking about poopy in the ocean. I'm not a huge. I think 44 isn't the best season of the new era, but I do think had the best premiere because, yeah, this does put a sour note on the end of the premiere, unfortunately. But I bet you this is the only quit of the season. I'm hoping. (laughs) Brandon's ready to quit, too. I don't think Brandon's going to quit. He just said earlier he said he didn't feel like he should be there and he's bringing his tribe down he's and gonna have, play a shot in the dark he's gonna play a shot yeah. in the dark basically so he didn't have to vote because he would hate to vote for somebody else who really wanted oh, to be I know. there he's having a breakdown just talking about i can't believe i have to vote for someone else after i did all the failure and it's like well it feels like in a sense he's accepting he's gonna be voted off and he really should have been had hannah not quit because even at the tribal i guess tribal set by the way on a side note i like it it's very cool i like the huts yeah for 43 and 44 it was revealed, and I should have put this in the 44 Secrets video, and I didn't. I feel like an idiot because I listened to Jeff say on his podcast. By the way, the only official Survivor podcast. We yes. are unofficial, Mary. Yes, I know. Okay, just want to remind you in case you go to bed and you're like, ah, we have an official. No, it's unofficial. Don't feel <laughs> good about it. All right. Anyways, so on Jeff's official Survivor podcast, he did reveal that for 43 and 44, what they did is they built the 44 tribal set and under and that was underneath the 43 travel set so at the when 43 was done they were able to just like rip away 43 in a sense if you can visualize it like yes. that and reveal the 44 set like having two layers of clothes on mm-hmm. i don't think that's what we're seeing here there's no way why like, not the, what are they going to rip away like the, all the, the way it's built i'm like what are they are i wonder if they're gonna do the same thing again i mean they're on the same time schedule so why not but i'm like I'm the way sure. it was built i'm really impressed by the set that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I can't visualize how they could rip this away and reveal a new set. But if they do that, that's really cool. I can. And also the tribe set they showed was almost like during a daytime shot. Almost like they were trying to show it off. Yeah. With it, Jeff it did there. look like that. Yes. Yeah. I, I was I'm pro tribal set. All right. Let's get on to the yellow tribe. Somehow Emily isn't even really in contention to be voted off. That's where we're at. Well, they bring her up a couple of times because Caleb and Sabia are talking about, hey, yeah, Brandon is rough right now, but we really want to vote off Emily. And they bring Did in. Did they say that directly? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And then they bring I, in Sean and Hannah. That. Okay. And are talking. This is that to tribal? No. no oh, okay. No, no. Sorry. I thought tribal. At they said camp. that. I was like, Whoa. At camp. Yeah. At camp. Yeah. At camp. All right. And then Sean's like, Yeah, I, I think you're right. You know, Emily would be good to get off, but Brandon wants to go home, so let's mm-hmm. vote Brandon. And it was like they didn't even know about Hannah at this point. Mm-hmm. Or I'm, they probably did. Because Hannah kind of only revealed it well, from what we saw, from to, what we Brandon. Saw to Brandon. Yeah. And Brandon was having his own issues. I don't think he was like, guys, hey, Hannah wants to quit. You know? No. Yeah. Brandon was like, I'm going to play my shot in the dark and I'm going to be voted off. <laughs> if Brandon goes on to win this game, this is going to be the biggest like turnaround ever. This is the biggest turnaround because this is a mess of the first episode. But this would be a huge turnaround if he went on to win the game. That's all I'm saying. That would be that would be massive. Probably the biggest turnaround I've ever seen. I mean, I'm not sure. He'd have to like watch him like by the end of the season. He's like beasting through challenges and you know kicking down <laughs> doors. I don't know. <laughs> that sure because like we just it. watched Nicaragua and we posted the podcast up on Patreon, um, which won't be on by the way on YouTube or other podcast platforms till 
I think January or February. So if you want to listen to it, it's on Patreon. It's like two hours. Anyways, we just watched like Holly on day five wanted to quit sure. Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy Johnson's like, don't quit. Mm-hmm. And and Holly went on to finish in fourth place. Had a chance of winning. Yeah. The game. So it is possible. I don't think she was in as bad of a mental state as Brandon here no. is. But I am saying that we have seen a turnaround on people who want to quit. And, and she did throw like Dan's shoes in the remember she threw like yeah. his shoes and buried him and everything. So she had her own mental breakdown of sorts. But yeah, Brandon here is rough. It's rough. So we go to tribal and I'm under the impression, by the way, even though Hannah did suggest back at camp that maybe I want to quit. And I'm like, OK, well, maybe she'll quit next episode. Mm-hmm. I thought Brandon was gone tonight. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, Brandon's gone. He's gone. I, mean, I know we've teased Emily. Brandon's gone. Right. Well, <laughs> For some reason, even Emily said in confessional, I or even though no, she says at tribal, she's like, I'm aggressive. I'm like this aggressive Emily. I don't like goes on um, almost immediately after that. I know tribals are like an hour and a half long, two hours long in the edit immediately after that to go on about how Sabia and Caleb are really tight. Yeah. And we need to like, it's like, Emily, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> shut up, Emily. Did Emily, she keep say, your mouth closed. <laughs> did she say she was an aggressive version of herself that she didn't like? Or she did. She that's just how say, I interpreted it. I, I am an aggressive person. She said she didn't she's, like this she's version more an of her, extreme aggressive yeah. person. Yeah. Maybe I yeah. misinterpreted. I don't know. I'd That's have, what I I'd thought have to listen to it again. Uh, yeah. It did seem like she was frustrated, maybe a little bit at herself, but also at her tribe. It's just not looking good for me. All of America groaned, though, about five minutes later when not when somebody made an analogy. Thankfully, there's no like survivors like driving a car or flying a plane or whatever. Nothing like that. Not that I noticed, at least five minutes after that. America all collectively groaned and even other countries groaned <laughs> when Hannah said, mm, I'm OK with going home. Everyone's like, are you serious? I mean, I, yeah. you and I both were like, are you what? Why did you come on the show to quit on day three? Yeah. And the last person to do this, who who's the last person to quit? on like episode one, there's only like one other person, I think. The only one I can remember at this moment is Johnny Fairplay. OK, yeah, that's right. Because Fairplay. he missed his daughter. Yeah. And yeah. Behind the scenes, Johnny Fairplay said he also, when he knocked his head against the boat, when Yao Mei knocked his head against the boat in episode one, that was a huge factor as well. They wouldn't give him painkillers for it or whatever. So, like, I feel like people just didn't like Fairplay to begin with. So, like, when he quit, everyone's like, good. Even you were yes, like, good. Yes, I was happy about that. <laughs> I think everyone was like, America did not collectively groan when Fairplay quit. No. <laughs> America well, collectively groaned when Hannah quit because it's like, this is a new person. Yeah. And we don't are. It's not like Fairplay where most people are like, oh, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd seen Johnny Fairplay play before. Yeah. And he we'd made it pretty seen far. him actually, you know, actually play the game yeah. and enjoy the game and have yeah. fun. In his own weird villain. On a season way. where they definitely struggled, Pearl Islands. Right. But yeah, this is, I don't, it, it just makes me mad because there are so many people that apply for this show all the time. I know. And are so passionate Ugh. about it. And it's just like, it just, it feels like a slap in the face. It's, I, this reminds me of the 42 premiere. I remember when Jackson had them, he like lied to production yes. about his medical stuff mm-hmm. and they had to pull him on like day two. And I think you and I both were like, what a waste. Like, why? Oh, yeah. Like, you wasted somebody's spot. You lied. To, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know which one's worse. They're both, to me, equally bad. You wasted somebody's spot on the show. I wish there was somebody else who's in your place. It's one thing to get voted off because you Honestly, are bad. It's another thing to quit. Right. I feel three. like Hannah is worse simply because Jackson did that because he was so excited to play. Yeah. And so passionate and about the game. Quit. Right. 
And this is just kind of like, oh, a fun new thing. Let's try it. No, I don't like it. Let's go home. You know like a Han- child. <laughs> I don't want to throw insults, but I do want to say Hannah is probably somebody who watched a couple seasons on Netflix of Survivor. Maybe watch some YouTube videos about it. That looks fun. No, she researched and researched. Well, well that's one. what I'm saying. She watched a couple of seasons. <laughs> that was of sarcasm. And watched maybe watched a couple of YouTube videos about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't really watch the show, but I watch YouTube mm-hmm. videos about it. I'm gonna apply, and like, this is the result. Like, yeah. I think you to, to if you are if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the show, but you've watched videos on it, don't apply without watching the show because the show, like any video, no matter who makes the video, me or anyone else. We never give you all the details on the suffering. I'm really more focused on the strategy yeah, and social stuff. Right. I don't focus as much on this, on this, on this, on the suffering. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, there is, there yes. is suffering on the yes. season and you should watch the actual show. If you're here, you probably have, but I'm just for the few, maybe who haven't watch the show, man. Like it, it gives you, I mean, it gives you so much insight in case somebody here is researching by listening to this podcast. Watch the show. Yeah. We- don't be Hannah. Watch the show. Well, know the suffering. It's 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 in almost every season. I think you just also need to know your own limits. Even and your 26 own... Days in Fiji, there's still some suffering. Yeah. yeah. Just know your know your own <laughs> limits and your own passions and know what you Ugh. find uncomfortable. As two people who are close to Hannah's age, like I know at this point you should know who you are and what your limitations yeah. are. You're not 20, 21. As as. All right. So I don't get too much on that. It's be yeah. real negative. But just like we're not we're equally annoyed with the rest of you about Hannah basically wasting a spot on the cast. I mean, straight up. So <laughs> she tells everyone she wants to go. We do a vote. It's kind of like it's a public open vote. Yeah. yeah. And we've done this a couple times. Like, but the other times we've done it, it was like terrible incidents. Like when Zeke got outed. By mm-hmm. Varner and everyone's like, does a public vote of getting Varner out? Yeah, like that was a that was a terrible episode, right? Of Game Changers. Yes. Uh, I don't. This is not the same, but they did do it. And Jeff, by the way, you do not. You and I just watched Nicaragua. Oh, Jeff yeah. laid into Purple Kelly and Naonka about mm-hmm. quitting. Jeff here, kind, gentle Jeff. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Not season 21, Jeff, who no. like let Naoka and Purple Kelly have it. What should we do with you? What should we do with your <laughs> torches? Even on the last, whatever it's called, the uh, rites of passage, they don't get a color on their shield. They got gray because they quit. Bunch of quitters. Bunch of quitters, Jeff said. So anyways, Mary doesn't watch the rites of passage, but I went, I have watched the Mary and they made their shields gray. Everyone else had the color of the tribes or whatever. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. He so. was pretty angry about it. Yeah, he was very upset. We just... <laughs> This was more like, oh, so you really want to quit? Are you sure? Okay, okay. All right. Well, all right. I mean, I think I'll get in trouble if I don't just let you quit. Okay. But anyways, yeah. My cat, for some reason, is... Well, are, uh, people have seen some of my photos on Instagram. I have a... He's four and a half months now. Well, going on five months. Seal. He just like... He's so playful, but like... He's like crawling into like weird spaces right now in our... He never does this normally. Is it because we're talking on a podcast? Yes. Our cats love to be playful when we're talking on podcasts. Mm-hmm. All right. So next time on Survivor, what do we see? I didn't. Un- I muted for commercials. I missed the very beginning. So the mic said something at the very beginning that I missed. Uh, it seemed like they were just again talking about Emily and how she's cutthroat and she's going to get them and she's she's public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. You know, just because of how she's playing. Yeah. Um. And I don't remember. So she's who's not speaking. going because that's how the next time on Survivor. Yeah, works. she has uh immunity. <laughs> she has immunity. Edit immunity. Edit immunity. Um. <laughs> And then we go to Reba and it just talks. Drew is just so excited to play the game. Which Drew, though? Drew or Drew's last name, which I still haven't looked up, even though I've been on the wiki. Yeah, probably last name Drew. I'm a good guess because he, <laughs> he's pretty like party Drew at this point. Um, Drew Basile. 
Basile. That's Basile. Right. And then Bruce does a lot of stupid stuff. That's what I wrote down, <laughs> but I don't know why. Go Bruce, go Bruce, go Bruce. <laughs> Probably doing more of his, I'm not a leader, but I'm going <laughs> to... I think people are complaining. Bruce like Bruce. breaks the flint. Bruce breaks the machete. <laughs> Bruce breaks his ankle. Come on, Bruce. We got you. Yeah. All right. So that's next time on Survivor. So, Mary, we got an old classic to pull out of the archives. We haven't done this since, I think, the first half of Survivor 44. Uh, and we, as I said, we got some new sections in this podcast this week and for the season. But let's pull out the old favorite board game time. Oh, yeah. We have a one. We have a game from Stonemeyer Games, by the way, link in the description for this. As well, it's called Between Two Cities. Can you tell everyone what this game is all about as you look at pictures of it on YouTube? So this game is a fun city building game. It's a tile placement game, uh, similar to Overboss and My City, if you played those. And we talked about Overboss, I believe, in during 44. So, right. yeah, we um, liked it. The interesting aspect about this game is that you have to work together with the people sitting next to you. So to your left and right in order to build the city. So it's kind of like a social game where you have to mm-hmm. collaborate, but at the same time, you're still trying to win against these people. Social negotiations are important. Yes. Just as important as knowing how to build your city. Mm-hmm. So it's, they had really nice imagery. The tiles were be- beautiful. The scoring was fairly easy. You know, depends on the kind of tiles you're using yeah. and where they're placed. We figured it out super quick. Yeah, but it was really easy. Um, it had some fun little icons like the Eiffel Tower and the Taj Mahal. Mm-hmm. And it was really cute. It's easy and fun to play. I think, yeah, it's three to seven players, by the way. There are variants where you play as two, with two people, which I think is what you and I did because mm-hmm. we, couldn't, we couldn't rope a third person on that day to play it. But we, I am looking forward to playing it again in the future. Three to seven players. There's a variant for two players. Um, there's a lot, I think, a lot of teamwork, but also like the people you're working with, you're competing with. And right. I think that's something that not a lot of games do. Where it's like you're working with them and you're competing with them. Mm-hmm. It's usually one or the other in most board games. So I think it's more fun than other city building games I've played. But yeah, definitely check it out. Stonemeyer Games. Thank you for saying to us. Link in the description. Okay, so let's move on to the next part of the podcast. I'm just making this a designated section from now on. What's new on Patreon? If you want to support the channel, it's completely optional. Three bucks a month. You can join the join us. Get all everything I make early. Everything, including this. You can get this podcast as an MP3 every week. Uh, all podcasts, really. So anyways, yeah. Up to six months early, get all the content. A couple things I just posted on Patreon. The Corinne Rise, Fall, and Destruction video covering Survivor, Gabon, Caramon, and The Amazing Race. Uh, the messiest Survivor players of all time will be on there, I believe, tomorrow. I'm posting this podcast on Thursday, so the video will be on Patreon Friday. Uh, and also, you can vote for any player on any season for a story video right now. We're doing that. Uh, and all patrons, it's eligible for, so... Come over, check that out. We greatly appreciate all those who support us on Patreon. Okay, Mary, next part of the podcast. Yes. This is not a part we can do this week, and it's not even a part I'm not sure if we're going to have or not. We're every week from starting next week to the end of the season, we're going to do talk about the secret scenes that they mm. cut from the show. They post on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't have any yet that I know of. We'll have to wait until they get posted because you usually don't post them until after the show airs on the West Coast. Right. So. And we're reviewing, we're recording this not when the West Coast finishes. So anyways, uh, we will do that every week along with TV ratings. Mm-hmm. Another part we will bring back. There's nothing to talk about this week. Right. But I want everybody to know we are doing it. Okay. So question of the week, Mary. Are oh you ready? Boy. I got two questions. Oh, boy. One was prepared and one was paired what? during the episode. I don't know. It's not prepared. I just came up okay. with it during the episode. So. All right. So I'm hoping the second one has the correct answer. All right. First question. Since you nailed you nailed me hard on that preseason question, I didn't get it right. 
on a preseason podcast. So I came in hard, the hard hitting questions for the first episode. You ready? I'm ready. All right, everyone. I want to see if everyone else can get this too. Which season was the last one to feature the opening title crawl that we're going to get next week in this show? Mm-hmm. In the actual show, not on social media, not somebody's unofficial one on YouTube. What was the last season to have an official opening title crawl? Okay, well, the last one I can distinctly remember having one is Survivor 40 Winners at War. Because I remember that being such a good sequence. They didn't have one in the season, though. They had it on social media. But it wasn't in the show? It was never in the show for Winners at War, no. Oh. Everyone thought that was a travesty because they they didn't include it in Winners at War. Oh, yeah, because like, I can still remember the music from that. That was such a good no, they sequence. Had, you better be ready. Well, sure, yeah. Coming and that you. was in the episode frequently. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> and hey, you still Jeff remember wrote it. this song. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not knocking the song. I think the song's a song, but it's not the... They didn't have an open title crawl last season. Okay, it's actually so before Winners at War. When was it? You do you have another guess? I one more guess, and I'll tell you the answer. <sighs> Take a shot in the dark. Thirty-seven. Ah, close. It was th- season thirty-eight, Edge of Extinction. Mm. They did not bring it back for Island Island of the Idols. That's okay. That season sucked anyways. But yeah, it was a real travesty. They didn't bring it back for Winners at War. The wiki will tell you Winners at War is the last one to have one because. CBS Survivor, I think their like Twitter page or whatever, like posted one like halfway through the season but if you watch it, it is so half-heartedly put together it was not there's nothing filmed with the intent of this being the opening it really was, so no, why do i remember i don't it know so why distinctly. i don't hmm. know why but you may have watched it on on social media but yeah it was a a real it really sucked let's <laughs> put so that gotcha. way so we haven't had an official one in the show since 38 so finally it's been what's that seven seasons then since they've had one 39 40 for yeah too long too long Okay, so second question. This one I this is not the one I prepared. This one I paired okay. during the episode. What was the last season to not have a vote in episode one? The last because I I mean even though she quit tonight and it was of technically a vote. I mean everyone saw her quit. Right. So what was the last episode to not have a vote out? But a person did leave. Okay. They so weren't voted off. It was a medical evacuation. It was, a, me- it was a medical evacuation. Which season was this in? And nobody else left the episode. It was just this person. Okay, so I'm really bad with the numbers. That's okay. But it would be Jackson's season, right? When he was taken home? No, because uh, Zach Wurtenberger, whose brother, by the way, is on Big Brother, went home that episode as well. Oh. You are, I mean, you're not on the right, r- wrong track. Jackson well, obviously. Went, <laughs> Jackson went on day two, but no, it wasn't him. It was earlier than season 42. One more guess. Hmm. 41. No, it was uh, season 37, Oh wow! which is your what? answer to the first question. When Pat right. got medically evacuated because on the boat ride back to camp, he like his back like went out of order or something mm-hmm. like that, like his back went out and then they had to pull him from the game and date. And that's start. That's how they started the season off for the Davids. But I don't think anybody saw that and went Ugh, like we did with Hannah tonight. Right. Everyone's like, oh, no, that sucks for Pat. When are they going to bring him back? Apparently not because Bruce has come back already, mm. but not Pat. So I was kind of hoping this season, by the way, would have like. One person on each tribe. I don't know who the third person would have been. Like a one episode person? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Like like if Bruce came back because he's pulled in episode one. Yeah, uh, that's what I meant. Pat sorry. comes back from episode one. Yeah. I don't know who else from like super early in the season. Maybe MGM, but like he made to episode six. I don't think no, it's fair. No, no, that would not he be was, fair. And also he quit. I don't care what Jeff says. That's technically. Oh, yeah. He quit. That was a quit. They didn't pull him. He quit. All right. So next part of the podcast. This is the one some people skip to, Mary. And what? I, how dare, <laughs> how dare you? 
the whole podcast we talk about uh, stuff we see in the winners. How dare you? I'm deeply offended as a person. Okay, so winners analysis. Uh, we're just going to do our top three. I think normally I have like a top four for a preseason. But I think you you made a good point earlier. So let's just do a top three. And I have no argument with that. So top three. Who this is, this is who we think has the best chance of winning as of now with only one episode of information. Mm-hmm. Who's your number three? So my number three is Sifu. And again, so my strategy is just to pick one person from each tribe at this point. That's not a bad choice. And so Red, we hardly saw them at all tonight. I don't know much about the players, but I think mm-hmm. Sifu is really fun to watch. He's really fun to play. He, I mean, he, if he is like Tony in any way, mm-hmm. then obviously he has a good chance. I think he is smart. Like he's looking for idols. He's not really hiding it well. He's a goof. He's a goof. People will probably like him. So even if he is doing strategic stuff, he could... He could hopefully pass it off as, oh, yeah, I'm just goofing around. I'm whatever. Yeah. He, he didn't do it well tonight, but he can learn. So I just want to keep an eye on him. I think he could be underestimated. I think he's really funny and I'd like to see him go far. I feel like the only, oh, say the Red Tribe, I feel like there was a couple of people purpled. I don't have an official confessional account in front of me. I'll bring that up for tomorrow's podcast with Rebecca. But I feel like Jay Maya didn't get any. She probably did, but I don't feel like she did. Yeah, got she any. did. She did. Okay. Like everyone might have gotten one, but I felt like Sifu. Got the most content on Red, sure. followed by Drew and Austin. And Austin's mm-hmm. only was required because he found an advantage. If he didn't right. find the advantage, did he get that? Did, did he get content? I don't know. Right. You know, I hate when somebody gets it only because they're required to because they found something. It's like, eh, that doesn't really help me thinking you're going to be a winner because mm-hmm. they were required to put you in the show. Right. Whereas like Drew, they had to choose to put him in the show saying his bipolar speech and how he's the smartest person right. ever. Uh, and Sifu, they chose to put that in. They could have. I mean, I don't know why, but they could have cut Sifu. I don't know. I wouldn't have done it. But, you know, right. Sifu being a nut. So, yeah, I, I like Sifu. He's not in my top three, but I like him. OK, are you ready for the curveball of all curveballs for number three? Who's your number three? You Emily? Take- no. Brandon? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm sticking with it. I told. <laughs> hey, I told everyone I would hold off on the Matt Chat stuff throughout the normal podcast. Oh, besides the part where we literally had to talk about because in the episode. So I'm going to stick with it. I don't feel great about it. You should. But I currently don't have better. Are you going to base your my picks off of this, too? Because no, I don't know yet. <laughs> you have to back what you say. I don't know yet. If you're I don't picking know if Brandon, Brandon in my picks in okay. your winner picks in the podcast, oh, you have to back him. Why do you put do your this? money where your mouth you is? I got like five <laughs> or six days aside. OK, everyone will see on the app what I pick. I think we can all look at each other's teams. So if you go on the MyPix app, you'll see what I pick. All right. But I don't at the, the moment of recording, I don't know. I don't know if I can select Brandon's name and then add him to my team. I'm not sure if I can do that to myself. But he's mm. on my top three in mm. Weird House only because of the match chat. Mm. This is darn match chat. Noises. Mm. I have better reasoning for my top two people, but I don't have great reasoning for Brandon. He's just got to talk to him on the mat. And at this mm. point, that just doesn't feel, I don't feel too great. But tiss, as I tiss. said, he could have a massive turnaround. He could. He could. I just don't feel great about Brandon at the moment. Now, I wonder if on the app you get points for crying. Because if you do, <laughs> Brandon's killing it. We could have I an, mean, a special, it special category. Two, yeah, yeah, it doesn't start till week two, the points. So, all right. Uh, who's your number two? My number two is Katura from yep. the Belo tribe. Good choice. Um, smart. Already has a good alliance. Yeah. That we've, we've seen. You know, obviously they're untested, but seems like pretty tight. She seems really sweet. Maybe quiet right now but mm-hmm. she's already doing we see her she's the only one from her tribe that we've seen actually try to do a strategy she was showing out smarting jake i guess in a sense that's what i was talking yeah. about yeah so you know 
she's she's being shown in a good light in a good spot right now and mm-hmm. i just uh i think she has a good shot I think, it's a, I think it's a good pick on the blue tribe your red tribe was more of like a fun character your blue tribe pick is good so my second pick and this one i do feel way more solidly about than brandon which I, how is that's not hard to say at this moment emily is number two. Oh my gosh i can't look i can't ignore the winner quote in the like she's the only person this episode i felt like i had a solid winner quote she didn't go first you and I both said when we watched that three minute preview. You said, "Oh, she's gone first. She didn't have quote. a choice. She would be a real first vote." Do you think she was gone tonight if Hannah didn't quit? Yes. You think it wasn't Brandy? You think no. it was still Emily? Wow. All right. I guess we'll find out next time. Yellow goes to tribal if they don't do tribe swap, which we don't have any information about that I know of. Like Jeff hasn't come out and said there's gonna be a tribe swap on in an interview. So okay. Um, Emily's my number two. She has the winner's quote, and she's talked. Well, she kind of butted her way into the mat. <laughs> but she was Terrible. such a main character. I feel like she's going to make it far. She is somebody. I'm gonna put on, she is somebody I'm going to put on my team. I will put her Good. on my team. I feel I'm okay glad about you're that. backing her. I will. I don't. I'm not backing Brandon that hard. I don't know if I could do it with Brandon. I, I don't feel confident. Watch tomorrow. I talk with Rebecca and Brandon gets dropped from top three. But as of right now, we're right after the episode. I'm sticking with the match after now until I can rewatch the episode and get a better analysis. But yeah, I like your Katura pick. I like. I mean, see, I would. I like Sifu. But who's your number one? My number one is Caleb. So, which may be surprising. Well, that was originally why I was looking at him. (laughs) But I was, because I said, I have to back what I've said. And so he's been my winner pick since before the season. Um, He had a really good episode. He didn't have much in the way of confessionals. And when he did have a confessional, he was usually talking about someone else. He wasn't talking about how he felt about the game or his Mm, strategy. That's usually not positive. Which is not positive. I know. But other than that, I mean, he has a good alliance with Sabia. Him and CBS seem to be the ones running their tribe at this moment, even though Lulu is a mess of a tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could really see him being underestimated because he's on Lulu, but sure. lasting for a while. So so say there is a, a merge in a couple episodes, but Lulu's down to four players or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, people are like, underestimate them because, oh, they're weak. They don't do well in challenges. We can keep them. They, they're just sure. a number. Anyways, and I feel like he's likable. He's easygoing. He seems to be like, the chill personality that could get along. Very chill. Yeah. So I just feel like uh, if you're going to hide your winner, this was a good hidden winner, uh, but still visible. Course? Yeah. Here's the thing. They did that with 41, 43 and it backlash both times. Are they going to do it again? At 45. But it isn't extreme because we still know who Caleb is. Sure. We know who he's aligned with. We know his thoughts Aliens on who he wants to vote, vote on. Yeah. So Aliens, I'm just saying man. he has a good shot. All right. Uh, I, I, I think Couture is your best pick of the three. I think seafood is your second best pick. I don't. I don't feel too confident. Okay, who's your number one? My number. One. Let me judge you. <laughs> well, it's not Brandon. <laughs> well, I know that <laughs> it's Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. All three of your picks are terrible. None he of got them talked will to win. On the bat. <laughs> I don't care. Oh man! If you imagine just nobody tuning likes in, Bruce already. Imagine tuning into just this season's podcast. You weren't here for forty four. For those who don't know, I am fifty fifty. I feel like on winner picks. We've been podcasting since 39. They're all on YouTube. You can check like there's proof in the pudding. We both guessed Tommy about halfway through the season, or at least I remember guessing Tommy halfway through Tony Vlacos. We hit the merge. I guessed him. I'm going through my track records. People who are only listening to this one. Don't think I'm some crazy mad lunatic season season 41. Erica, when she popped up in episode four with that huge red flag, why are we throwing a challenge to get rid of Erica? I was like, Erica's my number two. She dropped mm-hmm. really quick though. I should have held. I should have held to that. I sh- 
intuition was like, this is really crazy that they're making this big of a deal about Erica. Who's the mm-hmm. heck is Erica? Mm-hmm. Anyways, she didn't really rise to the top, I think, for you and or I until Shan went home in episode 10. Mm-hmm. And we both were like, holy crap, Erica. Uh, so we were really late to party on Erica. 42, Marianne, I called it first episode. Yeah, you did. It was ter- apparently my read on why she won was wrong because I guessed Jonathan and Tori were making mile three with her. And I was incorrect about that. So it was kind of a fluke, but I was right. I mean, she was a huge character. So 43 <laughs> through, I think up through the week for the finale, I did not guess Gabler. I'm like, no, it's gotta be Jesse or Carla. Right. But like, how can it beat them? Now Gabler, I mean, that was an amazing finale though. When he won Bravo, I was the opposite reaction of Emily. I laughed my butt off. Mm-hmm. We came on that 43 finale podcast. I was laughing my butt off. So 43 dead wrong. 41 dead wrong to ups to 10. So the odd numbers not great track record, I guess. So, and then 44, the Matt chat, because remember 43, I said Lindsay for a long time till Lindsay got voted off. Cause she was on the Matt chat, yeah. but Gabler had a Matt chat and I ignored his Matt chat. You did. So I was already on the Matt chat thing in 43. Anyway, so 44, Matt chat, MGM, jam, jam, and gosh, Franny. Mm-hmm. I stuck with all three of them. So, yep. But yeah, that was a lot stronger of a three than this three. I felt this great about that three. Terrible three. This is a, I almost feel like it's a joke, this three. Yes, being that's the what I'm saying. Chat. This is like they've completely reversed course. <laughs> this, is why, this is why it makes me feel good about Caleb. Because he has <laughs> he such little content. On the mat. It's the anti-mat chat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, well, well. We'll see how long the mat chat lasts. I'm gonna, I feel like I do need to go back and rewatch the first episode. And get a better sense of like, was there a different hint in there? Because 4142 had a certain hint that if you like those podcasts, I'll tell I tell you exactly what the hint was in the opening minutes. How I think they revealed the winner. They did in both those seasons. They did the same way. 43 and 44, we learned was the match chat, which they also did in 4142. But here, is it the match chat? Maybe not. Maybe it's a different hint and I need to go back and reevaluate. I, I love when they change it up on us. I love yeah. when I love when I keep me guessing. I love it. I'm pro. I love being kept on my toes. So at the moment, Bruce is my number one. Emily's my number two. Brian's my number three. For you, Mary's shaking her head. Look, this will probably change wildly by next week. But go Good. ahead. Number one for you again Caleb, was. Caleb, second Katura, and third is Sifu. I like your picks better than mine, though I am pro Emily. I, I think Emily and Bruce can't overlook them. But I I think, look, I just think Bruce, like, people are a little to- annoyed by Bruce. But, like, their tribe's strong. They could just win to the merge. Yeah, and then what's going to happen? People are still going to be People annoyed are gonna by be Bruce. Like, Bruce, I love that guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love Bruce. That's what I want to hear. All right. Are you ready for everyone's questions that they gave us on YouTube? Yes. Okay. So for those who are listening not on YouTube, just to let you know, uh, and for those who listen on YouTube, I guess, every week, as soon as the podcast, as soon as the episode's done airing on the East Coast, uh, we post a community post on our YouTube channel, uh, just asking you all for questions, and that's where I get these from. So. First question is from 5RG251, who, by the way, is a patron. That's how his question seems so relatable. It, well, you'll understand here in a second. Does all the quitter talk tonight give a lot of low-key Nicaragua flashbacks, because you listen <laughs> to the Nicaragua podcast, to y'all, too, with how many people kept saying they wanted to quit in Nicaragua compared to this? Is it the same vibes? No, because it feels completely different. Yeah. I mean, yes, it did make me think of Nicaragua because we just finished it. Mm-hmm. and people quit and yeah. i i did 
Hannah felt so like arrogant about her quit. She did. Just like Kelly Purple and Nyanka felt arrogant uh, about I don't their think quit. Purple Kelly felt. But at the same like time, Nyanka did, yeah. they did actually suffer. They went through for 28 a long days. Time. They went through for more than a modern season so in Nicaragua. No, this the only reason it reminded me of it was because we just watched it. Otherwise, yeah. it's completely different. It would have been out of sight, out of mind had we watched yes. any other season. Yes. Yeah. Like we just watched Heroes vs. Villains, which we did, and we podcast about that one too. So. All right, uh, Electric Ninja asks, does Lulu, not our dog, but the tribe, become the new Matt Singh Luzon? Luzon, by the way, is the brain tribe from Kai Gaian, which is also a huge mess. I know we haven't watched that one in a while either. Uh, Oolong, or is there some hope for victory with this tribe? No, they, they're they already gone. Well, you just said Caleb's your number one winner pick. Yes. You know how many winners You're have come the from tribe terrible is garbage, tribes? But Caleb's fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, that's a video you should do. What? How many winners have come from tribes that were terrible and decimating? I'm just curious. It's not a bad idea. Okay. Odyssey Observer asks, is this the earliest 100% quit in Survivor history? No. Well, we just talked play. about it, Johnny. Yeah, fair play. Fair, well, they, they didn't hear us talk about it. They asked oh, the question sorry. before. Well, you don't think, skip to questions. You think people are uh, you, think, <laughs> you think people are asking this as they're listening? It's not live. <laughs> All right. 5RG251. Oh, I guess I picked two of their questions. All right. Also, who else is glad we got a clear villain already this season with Emily? Me. I'm glad. Are Wes you? Wes is glad. You're not glad. I we need some clear villains. We've been I've been complaining about no villains since Shan in 41. The last clear villain we had. All right, Nathan asks, do you think Kendra will make decisions based on the stars above Fiji? She seems like she already is. I I, I, I mean, it's really she's like, oh, what a Libra or a Leo or whatever. It's like, yeah, she already seems to do that. By the way, that talk about who everyone being 30. Uh, only two of them are telling the truth. One of them's 34, I believe. If I recall, I mean, they were talking about the Belo tribe, right? And all two of the ladies, I thought, said they were 29, but I couldn't like I looked well, it up. One said 32, I think. Oh, did they? Yeah. So Kendra is 30 at the time of filming. Or maybe Kelly 30. is 29. So she no, Kendra lying. said 30. Uh huh. Katura is 34. I thought Katura said she's also 29. Did I get that wrong? I don't know. I think she also said she was born in September. Oh, OK. I don't know. Oh, I, well, I misunderstood. OK. You might be right, though. Silent Storm asks, which tribe do you think is the most entertaining so far? Well, we haven't got to see so far Reba, but both Drew and Sifa are pretty funny. I think. Are you say the Red Tribe's most entertaining so far? Yeah, you're gonna say Yellow because of Emily. Well, no, they're just like a bunch of drama. Of course, I'm gonna say Yellow. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. I think if if all things equal, Red is probably the most fun tribe, but Yellow's bringing the most drama. Mm-hmm. And what do you value? You value fun. I value the drama. Yeah. Wait till we watch Caramoan together. That's drama central. All right. Do you, Chelsea Lewis asked, do you think there's a chance Brandon will have the most impressive? Hey, is what I was saying. The most impressive underdog story we've ever had. No, he's on my winner list. I think he's out soon. <laughs> he's on my winner list. I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is a good question. Bam asks, will Brandon get medically evacuated for his tummy troubles? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer that one. All right. Next question is from uh, S- Samantha. Did you feel like we got more content with the 90 minute episode? I feel like it was the same stuff with like 12 more minutes of commercials thrown in there. Uh, and they say it's astonishing. Old Survivor felt like it had more story. Well, here's the thing. This premiere had 30 minutes actually less with commercials. 30 minutes less than all A the premieres we've premiere. had from 41 through 44. Mm-hmm. So tonight you shouldn't have felt different. In fact, there was no summit. I don't think we really talked about that. Thank the Lord. Is there, there was, usually a summit first? There's usually though? a summit that premiere. Okay. They like stomp through water, gulp a mountain or whatever. Right, right. And then they're like, 
okay, do I want to like risk my vote or not? And it's like, all right, I'm over this. So I'm glad they didn't do that. I feel like they didn't do it because they didn't have an extra 30 minutes this episode. However, comma, this is going to be the shortest premiere we've had since even Winners of War had a longer premiere. I don't know when the last time we had a, just a 90 minute premiere. It's been a bit, but yeah. So the, there was no extra content tonight. This was a regular size premiere, if not a shorter premiere than normal. We will see the extra content in all the following episodes. All the following episodes are normally 60 minutes, 42 without commercials. So those will be the ones we're going to be like next week. We'll be like, oh, okay, there, there's extra content now. Sure. But this this week, it's it's we're not on the right track yet. We're not quite there. This was a shorter premiere than normal. So, all right. Uh, Gus Kopf, I think it's how you said, probably butchering that. K-O-P-F. Mary's looking at me blank Kopf. as well. Kopf, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Sorry, Gus. Anyways, now I'm not usually superstitious, but a Pelican Immunity Idol and a Quitter oh, in yeah, One episode. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. Talk about it. I don't like it. All right. <laughs> Did Austin's Survivor Soul, who, by the way, quit in episode, I'm sorry, in season seven, he's the first Survivor quit Mary, and a Pelican would harass him. Pelican Pete harassed him on the beach. Oh. So, did Austin Survivor Soul possess this episode? And that's why Hannah quit. Uh, no. It's just a joke question. Gotcha. It's not that. I don't worry too much about it. Okay. Uh, and very last question. <laughs> but this is JP15 is me. Is it an advantage to wear a suit and tie or business casual on Survivor? Did they? Do you think they forced Bruce to wear that? Yes. Hmm. They could, I know they picked outfits. But they picked their outfits. Yeah, I know that Survivor picks the outfits, but I don't. Huh, I wonder if they made Bruce. Did, is that what Bruce wore in forty four? Mm-hmm. It's been. It was. I mean, they know they did a brief. From what I can remember, yeah. yes, that's what. Maybe he wore. it's exactly what he wore. I don't know. Probably. Minus the blood. Yes. No blood this time. Blood free, Bruce. Mm. He didn't bang his head on any bars. Yeah, he was careful. Winner pick. Good. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, we thank you all for listening. Uh, tomorrow, I'll have our podcast with Rebecca. We'll go through the winner analysis. Um, well, I think we're going to talk to everybody. I haven't just quite decided yet. We'll see. And this will be up on all the podcast platforms on Monday. Uh, please follow us if you want to listen there. Or if you are listening there, check us out on YouTube. It's up earlier on YouTube. And we thank you all for listening. We'll be with you all next week. Bye. Bye.